Where you got the yams? 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 Hey, hey. Hey, guys. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, indeed. Yes. And uh, shout out to all our viewers once they log on. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, once y'all listening. Right, right. <laughs> Um, so welcome to another episode of the Yams Podcast. It is your girl AC and your girl Shell Bells. And we are here with a special guest on tonight. Um, Mr. TJ for DA himself, Mr. Teron Jenkins is with us. Um, and so we are happy to have him. We are going to be having some important discussions about uh, criminal justice reform and, you know, really what our our future looks like with that. Because there are some, some huge strides that need to be made. And um, so we want to get his viewpoint from, literally from the ground, hitting the streets and everything else like that, just to get a temperature on uh, where we are and where we stand. Yes, so. Indeed. Yeah. But let's get this rolling because I know he's, he's pressed for time, so we want to make sure we get him out of here um, in a decent amount of time. We are supposed to be having a caller, but I don't know what time. So when he calls, we'll just... We'll chit-chat with him. Yeah, we'll make it happen. Yeah, we'll, we'll get so, it cool. So you ready? Yeah. All right, guys, so we're going to go ahead and get him to our... Icebreaker! So welcome to the sound effects. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm off that. So we are okay. going to get into. Meanwhile, I sent you the article and I don't. I gotta pull it up. Have it. Okay. Cool. See, she ain't I, never read. Never. You. Never, read never. It's ridiculous. Never. Okay. So, um, we just got a couple questions like we always have. So I'm going to ask you guys a question. You guys can answer. You know, however you see fit. Um. Okay. So one song. That has to describe your life right now. What song would it be? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's from me and you. Everybody. Everybody. Mm. All three of us. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I don't know right now. What song would describe my life right now? <sighs> song that describes <laughs> my life right now. <laughs> mm. That's a, that's a good one. That's, a loaded, that's yeah. a loaded question. Yeah. Yeah. Pick, a, pick another one, yeah. and then we'll come back to that. Yeah. That was a lot. Um, if you could be invisible for a day, what would you do? In oh, I'm robbing banks all day. Mm, I like that. All day long. Like <laughs> Give me the bank. <laughs> Give me the coin. Yes. Yeah, Secure the bag myself. It's not. That's not a bad move. And again, not getting caught? Yeah, yeah it's over. I'm in there. Um, you know what? I'm done because I can pull it up on here. I don't know. I'll probably just go around smacking people I don't like. <laughs> That's also fair. Mm-hmm. Bloop, bloop. Also Real fair. <laughs> what about you? I like the bank idea. The bank? Yeah, I can use a couple dollars. I okay. Feel, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, okay. Fully yeah. invisible. Nobody <laughs> knows right. it was me. They won't even know the money's gone. Yeah. Right? You know? So I say it won't be no set at all situation. No. Okay. Um, okay. I'm still me... thinking about that song question. Right. Yeah, I, I'm... One. Let me jump on my Spotify real quick, see what I've been listening to. I know. I had to think too. Man. Um I'm i I'll just screenshot these to you. Okay, cool. Because I don't because it's I don't not working. Know. Um, a song, a song. What's out now? 
I mean, I'm always in a Megan Thee Stallion mood, but I don't think that would describe my life right now. Right. Uh, I always feel like there's a Jill Scott song that fits me. And I don't know like what song right now. Mm. Live my life like it's golden. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. That's a good song. That's I love that song. Yeah. That's a good one. I don't know if I'm gold just yet. I think I'm like like a shimmery, yeah, right. <laughs> like a bronzy, like, 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 like a glittery, glittery, glittery. glittery. Right. Right. Uh, I still haven't picked one. Um, That's a tough question. It is. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. I need something that's like I'm in a moment, but I know things are gonna like get back on track. Return of the Mac. That's always my. That's jam. always her. I love that song. Return always, jam, always. always. That's my and jam. you know what? That's yeah. acceptable. That's my sure, jam. Man. That is right acceptable. <laughs> that's a great cut. Yeah, I love that yeah. song. Would you, would you say show about your wedding? That's gonna be me and my dad's jam. We dancing to yeah. that. I know, <laughs> I know it's not. A, I know it's not a love song, but we're dancing. Yeah. Anyway. Got to. It's a vibe. The energy. Yeah. It's a whole vibe. Yeah. (laughs) Um, All right. So let me see. If, okay, this is a good one for you, Teron. Mm -hmm. If you could change one thing in the world, what would it be? Oh, man. Also, another loaded question. Yeah. These are difficult. I mean, it kind of goes back to my campaign. It's like how we treat each other. Yeah, I was going to say something like that, too. There's no compassion. And generally speaking, as a society, we're not even bothered by it. We just become so callous to how we treat people, the violence, the injustice. It's just become routine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was going to say something like that, too. Because we're just mean. Like, people are just mean. We don't care. They are. I was going to say something similar, but more specifically, um, protect our kids more. Mm -hmm. There's a lot Mm -hmm. happening and a lot of, uh, our babies are just going unprotected. It's it's scary because then they grow up to be the scarred adults and the ones that have no compassion because they weren't shown compassion when they were little. And then they have children. And then they, right. So then the cycle continues. Yeah. Yeah. But again, that just speaks to our lack of leadership. Mm -hmm. We don't have any true leaders. Yeah. Yeah. And the leaders that we do have, so-called leaders that we do have, they're not real leaders. The people are looking up to them for direction. And they're just the boss of everybody else. That's right. It's the blind leading the blind. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a good question. It's a really good question. All right. If you had one wish, what would you wish for? I more, would. More wishes. Uh, right. <laughs> right. For sure, man. I know that's right. Give me about a dozen of them things. You know what I'm saying? Like, you said a dozen. I know yeah, that's right. Yeah, man. Um, um, for me, wish I was a little bit taller. Because <laughs> I don't like being short. Just, wanna, just give me like three more inches. A couple more right. inches. Like three. I mean, if I had a wish, and I know they say money can't buy happiness, but my wish would be to let me try. Yeah, let me just sure. yeah. let me find let, out. Right, on my you know own. what I'm saying? Right. Like, let me get a trial run right. to see how this goes and see if I can pull it off. Because right now, being broke is not it. Not, not the it. move. I know. Not the move. I know. Um, 
I got a good one for you. It's not on here, but if you could put together either an album or just like one track with your top three hip hop artists, who Ooh. would it be? That's a good one. Top three hip hop artists. Mm-hmm. Moss. Thought provoking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably Biggie. Okay. Third is tough, man. That's a good one. Y'all know I'm not a hip hop head, so yeah. I, have yeah, no, I have no answer to this question. Uh, <laughs> uh, to ask me to name three, it's tough. Cause y'all, you and my brother put me onto some some cuts. Mm-hmm. Like that's how I knew about Goody mm-hmm. Mob and yeah, Wu Tang right, and all of that. That's right. That's right. Only three. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a bonus. Yeah. Four. But I feel like Nas and Biggie would be good though. Because yeah, they would. Nas got the storytelling. That's but right. Biggie's good with that too. Like he is. you know. But just like Nas is like more in tune with like politics. Yeah. And, you know, things that are more more thought provoking. Right. Yeah, as opposed to partying and drinking. Right. Which Biggie was doing. A whole lot of Yeah, indeed. Yeah. A whole indeed. lot of it. That was a good question. Well oh, Nas will be on that. That's tough. Would it help if it was like, give me your top five then? Can we, if I give you two more, will that be helpful? Um, yeah, it would help. Like, so I mean, when you talk about my favorites, I think about Tupac, Nas, Biggie, one that people don't probably associate in the top five, but Ghostface is one of my favorite rappers. Mm-hmm. Ice Cube, Scarface. Think about the pioneers like KRS One, Chuck D. Those, those, because I grew up on those albums. Right. Like even like some of the new artists, I like Kendrick Lamar. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just so many great artists out there, and a lot of the times it's, it's based upon how I feel. Because I, I know you had Public right. Enemy going during yes. the campaign. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right. Terrible, all that stuff. Like the power. I know that's right. All yeah. That stuff. Right. Yeah, yeah, that right. was that was the go-to. I like that question. Do we want to do one more? Um, I don't know. two more. I don't know. Where are we at? You how, could spend a day with any celebrity. Who would it be, and what would you ask that person? Ooh. Any celebrity? Mm-hmm. You know who I really like? Not just because he's good at his craft. Because he's a, a good man with convictions and morals and a code. I really admire Denzel Washington. Mm. The things he does outside of acting. One. I yeah. love to sit down and talk to him. Yeah. Right, because he gives back to the community. All that stuff. He's a, he's a leader. Yeah. 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 He's a leader. Oh. Celebrity. And surprisingly, it's not who you would think I would want to sit and talk to. Mm. Beyonce she don't seem, not, she don't yeah. seem like she has a personality. I don't, I don't think I would want to talk to I think I would talk to, in that regard, I would talk to Jay-Z before I talk to Beyonce. Mm. But, mm. I would want to meet Jill Scott, but I don't know what I would ask her yet. I love, do not love Jill. And she's a great storyteller. I she's another Jill. one that's a great yeah, storyteller. I love Jill. Yeah. And she's also an Aries, so. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. That's my auntie. So this is going to be Annie. <laughs> Man. And this is probably because she's gotten more famous for this type of platform, but I would sit and talk to Jada. 
Mm, like okay. the red table talk yeah, okay. and have those like kind that. of conversations. I like that. I'd probably even sit with her mom. Her mom's fine. Yeah, her mom is fine. She's, <laughs> she's Pinkett Smith? Yeah. Okay. Her, mom yeah. Is, her mom's very pretty. Is yeah. she? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's gorgeous. And she's politically astute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's I'd, I'd sit and talk to her because I'd want to go back to like even talking about her friendship with Tupac and yeah. all of that, I like know. the acting and her relationship and marriage and the kids. Like, I'd, I'd want to get into all of it. So. That's how I'm going to go with. All right. I don't have another question. Um, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. If you could stop one bad habit that you have, which one would you stop? Bad habit. I got bad road rage. Mm. It's really bad. My dad told me I'm going to get shot one day. Oh, my God. Mm, that's not good. It's so yeah. bad. It's really bad. If I, I, hope you if I could learn how to be patient or just not cut people out when I'm driving. I'm not a patient driver either. I was at road rage, though. And I'm not patient. I just think, because we don't have good drivers here. They just mm-hmm. break all well, day. We were ranked like, the worst. Mm-hmm. So oh that's gosh. not irrational at all. Yeah, no. So I get like, really mm-hmm. upset. And I'm hollering and cussing out people. <laughs> <laughs> One day I thought I really was going to get into something because I gave somebody the finger. Mm-hmm. And he had a jersey plate. And I was like, oh, no, they're crazy. So I was like, I pulled up on me right. in the parkway and I was like, oh God. Kept, kept it <laughs> I did get scared that time. Yeah. Never that serious. Yeah. <laughs> I think I called my dad and I was in the back seat. He had a moment of road rage. Dude gave him the finger and he pulled up. I said, oh my God. Oh my God. He pulled up on him? Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. I wish I could have seen that. Well, Bev was in the car, so she was she was the voice of reason. But he put down the window and everything, like, all right, keep it up, like on some. Uh, let's get into it. I said, oh God, Daddy, no, don't do it, yeah. don't do it. Hey, <laughs> what did dude? What did dude say? Well, I, dude didn't even roll down his window, so he he, he knew he what it was. Yeah. He did not want the he didn't want the heat. He but I was in the backseat panicking. I said, Lord, am I gonna have to fight today? Because yeah. my daddy didn't got into For it. Sure. It, it racks my nerves a little bit. So road rage is a good one. <laughs> you know, I think one of my bad habits, I've gotten a lot better, but I procrastinate. Yeah, oh, man. man, I know that too. Yeah, I need it's, to get better with it. It's that. awful. I know that too. I've even given myself the uh, excuse of like, oh, well, I work better under pressure. Mm-hmm. I, me too. It's, and that's why I always do it. And, and it's I really true, do. but yeah. it's like, that's that right. should not be. That doesn't make it okay. Yeah, no, that's right. No. That's right. Wow. So true. Um, so true. I I don't know if this is a bad habit so much as it is like a mental complex. I overthink everything. Oh, like even yeah. little stuff. Yep. Like it's so bad and I'm sure I'm not the only one, but if I go to a restaurant and there's too many options, I hit panic. Cheesecake mm-hmm. Factory. Yeah. Yes. They got it's I can't, I can't handle it. Like I can't handle I it. I cannot much. handle having too many options. And a lot of it's the same options. thing. It's I like, love Cheesecake Factory, uh, yeah. man. They got a catalog. Yeah, yeah. they do. Menu. It, stre- it stresses me out. So <laughs> even little stuff is like making a decision on yep. what I want to eat yeah. or whatever. It's <laughs> I literally overthink everything, and mm-hmm. I, I get on my own damn nerves. <laughs> I do. So if I could, if I could eliminate that, that would be it. That yeah. would be the one. Yep. Yeah, that, that would was, be the one. That's a good question. I think we have time to get into the regular stuff, and then we can go into because I'm trying to give our caller okay. some time to call. Um, cause I want you to still be here. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So, cool. Right, we can so, wrap up the... Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Okay, <laughs> guys. So, that was our little bit of... Icebreaker! Okay. We're never changing the sound effects. Hey, man. Hey, man. Never, ever. Yeah, no. Never, ever. Original. Yeah. So, cool. So, what do we have? So, starting off with... So, the good, the good, the bad, and the oh hell no. Because y'all, it, it's really been kind of dry it's been, lately. I so. mean, yeah, we got a couple good things. And then, you know, we got to, you know, give a moment of silence for Monty Tony. Mm, yeah. But um, it's not that much going on. I mean, besides Nicki lately. Minaj up to her usual antics, but, you know. I want her to get I'll put it this time. way. It's not a whole lot of stuff that we care to talk about. Because I don't want to talk about her. Right. I'm Aside the fact that she needs to get a psyche valve, like ASAP. ASAP. Because sis is a little touched. But What's going on with her? She just being a bully and snapping out on people really? like she always does. She, she likes energy, not energy, she likes attention. And so she's very negative. if she feels as though somebody is bashing her or whatever, she just goes, she goes off. off the handle. Yeah. And it's... It's a lot, especially, you know, she does it publicly. And And she has this radio platform mm -hmm. that's now being used for that reason. Just for that reason. Yeah, she goes off, talks about people, and it's ugly. And then her fan base is crazy. And then she doesn't, like, she kind of sicks them on people. You know what I mean? Like, she'll say stuff, and then she kind of, like, doesn't say, well, y'all need to leave people alone or whatever. She just kind of, like... Y'all yeah. go ahead and deal yeah, with that for me. She's, kind of, she's yeah. out there. Yeah. She's definitely out there. So, aside from that happening, um, yeah, not too not too heavy. Yeah. But we do want to take a, a moment of silence for, for the GOAT. Auntie uh, Toni Morrison has, has left us, has passed on. Um, one of the greatest to ever do it. So, moment of silence for her. Okay, cool. I love um, that she was just fearless and she just did her thing. Yeah, she just did it. Room flag. Yeah, mm-hmm. she just did it. Like watching those old videos of her doing mm-hmm. interviews. The one video where she checked that white lady. <laughs> yeah, oh, mm-hmm. that's one of my oh, faves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of my faves because yeah. the the um, interviewer asked her when, like, do you see yourself incorporating white people into your stories, and. You know, Tony had to let her know you even asking that question mm-hmm. is racist in and of itself mm-hmm. because you would never ask a white author when they're going yeah, to incorporate right. black people. That's I right. said, check that's right. her. That's right. That that was a feel good yeah, moment. That's real. Yep. And Tony that's real. was she was unapologetically black, and it was you know told in a beautiful way through her stories and her work of art, and, and you know she she's a, a legend, a legend, and so she has. Gone on home to glory. Yeah. How old was she? 80? 80 something? Girl, I don't know. 87. Uh, 87? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So. Um, I think Simone Bowles is first. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Simone on her killing Little Simone. Simone is out here breaking records it. and just defying gravity and all kinds of things. Have you guys seen her in this triple... The triple dip, slip, flip hip, thing, flip the floor exercise. Yeah, one? yeah. 
I, like I said, I didn't know what I was looking for because I don't know the, the gymnastic stuff. But I'm, mm. so I'm like, what is she, like, what is it? Because she did it it's so effortless with her. Yeah. Yeah, right there. Uh, let me see if I can pull it up real quick. This one is her, like, her landing was perfect and everything. It was oh, just. No. I didn't mean to do that. Flawless. Simone Biles flip. Triple double. That's what it's called. And then when she was on the, um, the beam. Yeah. She's just a powerhouse and there's just so much power in that little body. She is so tiny, but she, she's doing it. Let me see if this is the flip. It ain't even trying to flip. That's what I'm saying. Like my, my phone and internet and everything else has been. The devil is a liar. I don't think this is the video. Well, y'all, yeah, I'll find it and show it to you because it's amazing. And I feel like you need to see it. Um, <clears throat> she a teenager. Simone is she feel like early twenties, yeah. But yeah. it's almost Olympic time, so now they're doing that. Gotcha. Take to the Olympics next summer. Next summer, yeah. Yeah, twenty. Where's it gonna be? I have no. I don't idea, remember. To be honest. I forget. Japan? Is it in Japan? It could be. I honestly don't yeah. know. I think it's in Japan. So I, I couldn't even help you out. Um. Where was the Mario Brothers? It's, aren't they, it's Japan, right? Japan. Yeah. Because yep. I remember the um, closing ceremony was some with the Mario Brothers. So this is the... That's the one, right? That's it? Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, she's she's breaking... Oh, yeah, I remember her. All kinds yeah. of records and that... She was the first one to ever do that... Like, what's it called? A triple-double mm-hmm. or something in a floor routine. She broke a record with her beam routine... Nailing landings and all kinds of stuff. So she's just out here, you know. But like I said, I don't even know what to tell look for. Telling but... the world to kiss her ass <laughs> midair. <laughs> midair. Yeah, so she's, she's out here. Yeah. Yeah, I remember her. I didn't know her name. Yeah, very, very, very proud of her. It's always good to see these young black girls, you know, mm-hmm. doing their thing in all all avenues. Um. Have we heard from Gabby Douglas? In a I no, never heard that name in a while. No, I, I don't feel know like what's going we on lost her. Gabby. Ever remember that video of her doing the Dougie? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have no idea. I feel what's like going we lost her. her ever since then. I don't because they oh. were in the last Olympics together, and then right. like, we haven't heard much about her. But you know what though? She um, remember they did the report on that doctor that was like molesting yeah. a lot of the gymnasts. Yep. Yeah. She was one of the ones who didn't participate in the interview. I don't know if that had anything to do with not hearing from her anymore, but um they were saying she was one of the only ones to not testify mm-hmm. against dudes. I thought that was a little weird, but I don't know. That's really the last time I heard anything mm-hmm. about her, so I don't know what she's up to. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with her. I haven't even heard her name in a long time, so yeah, I don't know. But anywho, shout out to uh, Simone. She might pop up in there because she she's out here killing it, doing her thing with her little self. She's what? Oh my god, she was born in ninety seven. Wow, Lord, so she's what twenty two. Yep. Jeez. Her her little boyfriend. It looks like what's his name from the Disney Channel? Uh, Cor- Corbin Blue. Her boyfriend looks like him. Mm. Is he still around? I have no idea what happened to him either. That was the the high school musical kid or something? Yeah. With the big hair? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. I don't even know these kids sometimes. I don't remember him. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Go on here, Simone. You go do your thing, girl. Do your thing, sis. 
Um, Melissa Ornette. Ugh, our fave. Melissa Ornette Elliott. Is finally getting her Video Vanguard Award at the MTV Awards. Was that next Sunday? 26th. Yeah. Uh, Missy deserves everything. Like, everything. Everything. Because honestly, MTV is late. MTV is Way. late with this award for late. her. Because Missy's videos have been ahead of On their time. Level. That's mm-hmm. right. The past Since 20 the years. beginning. That's mm-hmm. right. That's right. Since the beginning. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and the fact that she remains humble about it mm-hmm. is amazing. But Missy's had a hell of a year because this was the year she was inducted into the Songwriters yep. Hall of Fame and, mm. you know, getting some other accolades, again, that she should have been had. But that's neither here nor there. Right. She's getting them now. So right. never too late. She's she's still alive she's to get them. She's on this side of it. That's right. right. Exactly. Right. 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 She can still right. smell the roses, that's you know? Right. Yeah. Because I want to say not even, like, just her videos. Like, her pen game is strong. Mm-hmm. Like, so many songs, you know. She's she written fave yeah. songs for your faves. Everybody, fave. people don't even realize. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. She's on everything. Mm-hmm. Right, and what's what's sad? I think is that a lot of white people weren't hip to Missy until she came out on um, Katy Perry's Super Bowl yes. performance. That's right. It was like, oh my god, who was she? That's mm-hmm. right. That's right. Late. That's right. Late. She's been putting in work since like the mid nineties. Yeah. yeah. Out here wearing yeah. trash bags yeah, and right. finger waves. <laughs> right. right. Missy was not playing with that. y'all. And we was yeah. like, what is that? But I mean, it was still the jam back then. Yeah. Was, like, what is she wearing? Like, why she got on the garbage bag? Right. <laughs> yeah. And she's like the personification of how ideally the music industry should work. Mm-hmm. Like Missy was willing mm-hmm. to work with so many people never had any beef with anybody no, no controversy. just that's right out here putting out great music and everybody loved her that's right and it's like because nowadays you see female artists being pit up against each yeah, other right. and yeah. it was it was never that with her you never heard anybody say a bad thing about missy and so it's just she's she's one of the greats like I just I just love how fearless she's always been. Yeah. Like this is I'm just gonna do it. Yeah. Where everybody else would either follow or they would bow down to whatever was going on out mm-hmm. here. Like, you know, the commercial mm-hmm. stuff. She just did what she did. You and know, it worked for her. You know who else I think would have been on that same trajectory? Um, left eye. Yeah, yes. oh yeah. I can see yep. that. She yeah, like yeah, her her that. ideas were way ahead of their time mm-hmm. and Yeah, I can see that. Um Left eye was a little touched. Mm-hmm. She she was, little, she was a little out there, there but you know. <laughs> <laughs> she was. She but to be touched. honest, there's a whole there's not a whole lot of great musicians <laughs> that are. aren't That's a right. little touched. That's right. I will say Missy's probably the only one who's great That's and right. not yeah. yeah you know like on some point. psycho stuff. But <laughs> I don't know. Missy is just. She's just wonderful. And y'all know we stand for Missy. Yeah. We stand for Have you did you listen to the read yet? Mm-mm. Oh my God. Kid Fury and uh Crystal were going Because she shouted them out on Twitter. She did. Yeah. Like, she did. And you know, they they love yeah, them she some Missy. Them out. So uh, shout out to her. I had no interest in watching the MTV Music Awards until now. I just want to see her part. So I will like, be that's it. I'll be tuned in. Um I think I might end up watching the whole thing. Because um, because we need commentary, right? Because you so, know our commentary is always like, yeah. So I'll probably yeah, so watch we'll, we'll, we'll watch it. We have to. It's only right. Yeah, I'll keep my cable on for that. 
Okay. Yeah, I just I have to think about my that. Cable. Yeah. yeah, I'll keep it on for that. Yeah, I'll so. definitely do that. All right. So, what you think about this coming to America? Is that real? Too? Yeah. yeah. Is it? They bringing everybody back. Arsenio's back. Uh, John Amos is back. James Earl Jones is coming back. Mm-hmm. Sherry Headley's coming back. Really? Mm-hmm. They got Wesley Snipes on board. I've I seen a picture of. Mm-hmm. I don't know what he's going to do. Uh, uh, you know what? Rick Ross is supposed to be in it. Oh God! So here's here's the storyline, and I this is a lot of pressure for it to be a sequel. Um, <laughs> the storyline is that while Akeem and Simi were in America before, like in the the yeah. original movie, somewhere along the line, he has this son. He made this son that he knows nothing about Eddie Murphy, Eddie Murphy. Mm-hmm. and so um James Earl Jones's character his like dying wish is that um Akeem goes back to America to find his son to groom him to be the prince mm-hmm. of Zamunda. Zamunda so with that storyline it could either be a really well done story or it's gonna be extremely trash so wait who's playing the son that part I don't know, because I saw they. Is he had, still um, married to? Uh, I think so because they're bringing yeah. her back. She's coming back. She's Even coming um, back. Vanessa, what's the uh, oh, Vanessa Bell? Yeah, Calibre. she's coming back too. Okay. And they had I saw a picture of him and Arsenio. They were somewhere, so I guess they started. Yeah, wow. I think literally everybody's coming back except for Madge. You know, Madge. Hey, only on. Hey, alien. Hey, alien. What about uh, oh, oh. He's oh, coming, coming back. back. Yeah, he's coming back. back. Yeah, okay. If he don't bust out and she has to, we gotta have a rent. So what you're saying? He had a kid in America, unbeknownst to him. Yeah, and he gotta go. Find and he has him. to go find his son, because Akeem would then become the king, and then so he has to groom his the son to right. be. Okay, Asia and Jordan, y'all don't Facetime me no other time. <laughs> Now's not the moment. Wow. Okay, I love y'all, but I'll call you back. <laughs> um. They might not know. Akeem was just sewing his royal oats all early, huh? He was sewing his royal oats. Before he came to Queen. Yeah. To find to find I wonder if they're going to have Mighty Sharp back in there. Because I, yeah. I, I need the bar. I feel like they have to be. I need they Mr. Clarence in them. Yeah. They've got to have Mr. Clarence. You must be outside your goddamn mind. I know. <laughs> or don't put their on there somehow. Uh, you know what did they, they say when the guy's coming out? Yeah. I don't know. Because I haven't you seen anything about so him, and I haven't seen anything about the sister. Yeah, she's got a tree. I don't know where there. she is. Yeah, I do. I've never you know seen what? her. Gotta have some soul glow. Mm-hmm. Got to. So, I don't know. I just don't want it to be a thing like how the Lion King just happened, mm-hmm. where people were literally expecting it to be the original. So, I'm hoping it's a good story, but I also hope people go in and watch it with a little bit of an open mind and realize like you're not going to get the same right. exact movie. You don't think the Lion King was pretty much the original? I thought it was a good movie, yeah. but I think a lot of people went in. I don't think we really knew what to expect from a live action Lion King right. movie. Right. And so people were looking for little things that happened in the original that may not have necessarily happened in the remake. Gotcha. And it's like, yeah, but if that's the case, then you can just go back and watch that's the right. original. That's right. right. So I think when they remake movies, you got to expect, or not remake, but even reboot movies, you got to expect some things. Now, what I do think was a, a really well-done movie um, reboot when they did The Best Man. I still 
Y'all didn't see Best Man Holiday? I didn't watch that. Yeah, I thought I thought they did that was, like that's a remake, a reboot. So like uh, when they brought everybody, good. yeah, that I thought it, I thought how they told that story yeah. worked out really nicely, and you know they, they did try up for to. another one. They did, and originally they were talking about it, but I haven't yeah. heard anything else about them doing it. Yeah. So I don't know if that's still a thing. Okay, well, I just hope Coming to America Two isn't like super overdone and corny. Yeah, that's what I worry about. Um, when they say it's gonna be out, I don't know because I'm not even sure if they've actually started production because they're still trying to get people signed on. Yeah, I mean, it's cool that a lot of them are still like here to be in it, right? Exactly because James is collecting a check years ago. Yeah, yeah, James is collecting a check. He got his Lion King check, he's about to get the check from coming to me. He said, You know what, let me collect all of these things before I go. Then we like (laughs) shed tears in Lion King when his voice came on. Yeah. We was like shit in tears for real. Yeah. Like, oh, James. Yeah. Booter <laughs> done killed him. <laughs> I know. But a couple people thought James was already gone. There was quite a few people. I'm like, y'all can't wow. be out here killing James. people in the grave. Yeah. 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 Hey, I thought the you know the internet don't kill people in a <laughs> minute. Oh, real, my goodness. Kill like, people in geez, a minute. Y'all gonna kill Uncle real. James. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> um, but I, I feel that way. There's also been talks about that Friday reboot. First of all, the only Friday I really, really like is the first it's one. It's the first one. The, the second one is tolerable. I didn't like the third one. Yeah. The third one was like over the, the top one. for me, and I feel like that's how a re a reboot of yeah. Friday would be. Because they're trying, they're they trying were talking about bringing Smokey and Day Day into the movie, and I feel like. No, that's too much. It's going to be way too much. Yeah. They're going to try it. It's going to be like overdone. Yep. And it's not gonna, they're gonna be gonna funny, like, and it's gonna come off as like super corny. Yeah, so, they're gonna try to out much. funny. They can leave that's that right, one alone. That's right. Be one up in each yeah. other. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know they were talking about redoing it. Yeah, alone. those have been kind of looser. It's been mm-hmm. like hit or miss with mm-hmm. that. But this one, you know, coming to America, I think they're they're really green lighting this thing. Do you guys watch uh what is it, comedians and coffee? I, I, I just watched that. Eddie Murphy those are one. pretty that I was yeah. just about to say yeah, I just um, that one Seinfeld day. riding around with different comedians. Mm. And the one he rode around with Eddie Murphy. That was pretty good. And his nice cars. Yeah, they just talk about old times. Mm-hmm. You know what he said about Sammy Davis Jr. Mm-hmm. His first mouth? Yeah, that Coke mouth. <laughs> <laughs> he said, Y'all think that's how he talk, but no, yeah. that's that Coke mouth. <laughs> <laughs> He did one with Obama, which was yeah, pretty really? cool. Yeah, they're pretty cool. I, I gotta go back out. and watch all of them, but yeah. I watched that one. Yeah. Because they said it was good. Yeah. I'm gonna have to check yeah. that. You said it's on Netflix? Mm-hmm. Okay. I fast forward him the car part. I go straight to the end. Yeah, he got yeah. some nice cars. Yeah, they are nice. Hmm. I'm interested to see what uh, Eddie Murphy does with this the Netflix stand up deal. Yeah. Oh, he got a stand up deal? Yeah. yeah. It, what is it? It might have went million? up, but it, it said seventy million. Good for him. It might have went up. So this nigga better be peeing <laughs> on the floor, funny for seventy million. He is funny. <laughs> he said his favorite one that he did was which one was he in the red suit? Raw. Was that raw? raw? Yeah. He said that was his favorite one. Yeah. Because yeah. I I watched Delirious, but I and it was funny, but I didn't like 
laugh as much as I did yeah. with Raw. Raw was, was oh my gosh. It's and of course, yeah. your cousin was the one who put me on the Raw. Of course. Of course. Yeah. yeah. What happened in First your of way? Mm. You're taking Andy's black card. Okay? Right. right. There's a lot of things, guys. I keep getting on her because she still ain't watched The Wire yet. Oh. And like, we, I'm putting you out there, my bad, and it hasn't been much required yet. My dad got on my ass last time. He was like, that's too much saying that Ms. Academy. Wow. <laughs> it's a lot. Wow, it's a lot. That's crazy. I just watched that's, that's the greatest series. I love that's I've my ever favorite seen. show. Yeah. My favorite. Wires yeah. all that. And you're gonna watch it now and be like, what is this? Because they got on tall tees. Yeah. <laughs> it was like in what well, I, I can I can take things in context. I think I'll be okay with that. Wire is phenomenal. I love the wire. It's oh, there's so many layers to it. Yeah, they 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 ended it too quickly. Yeah, though. I agree. It could have kept going. It's like a really good show, though. Man. Okay, but where can I find it to watch now? Anywhere. On demand. Yeah. It was, it was on HBO. Oh, mm-hmm. Damn, I just cut my HBO off. On demand. Uh, Man, you can go to like one of those CD warehouses and get like the whole thing for a couple bucks. I have actually. I have the whole series on DVD. Yeah. Do you? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, yeah, I'm gonna need to borrow that. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I, all right. Yeah. All right. All right. I'll get on it. I don't know when, but I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, um, yeah. So, how do y'all feel about this Jay-Z NFL deal? I Have didn't you, hear too much about it. I don't know. It. Okay. I so, don't... I don't know. I, I didn't know what you were Well, I, I just read an article. They were saying um, how the... NFL using Jay Z to kind of put the um, the blinders into what like Colin Kaepernick put was doing. Put a bandaid yeah. over the situation, right? But I, I didn't really follow up on it. See, <clears throat> I don't know what it could lead to, but I also know that Jay Z bought his money, mm-hmm. and that's it. I don't want to say that's it, but I know he's gonna get his money. So I don't know how much. What I do know is that he can be shady when it comes to money and making sure he get his money. So I don't know until like I see what comes of it. Right. But I don't. I don't want to say like, oh, well, you know. Because I've seen people like legit piss at him and calling him a sellout and this, that, and the third. And I'm not. I'm still not sure. Cause he'll do some shady stuff. I'm still not sure how much relevancy Colin Kaepernick has to it. I get the com- or I get why people are bringing him into it, but I think that this is a totally separate thing in the sense that okay, Colin did his thing. He brought awareness to you know police brutality and all that good stuff, but I think that. It might maybe it's just too soon to tell mm-hmm. I think, what's what's gonna happen. I've seen people talking about they're upset because remember when Travis Scott performed with uh, Maroon Five last year mm-hmm. and Jay Z like jumped on him about that and was like really upset and now it's like here you go here. Here. right yeah. so yeah. it's kind of like mm-hmm. okay right right so that's what I've been seeing people really pissed off about. So even on that point though, because on the flip side. The question then becomes, be mad at Jay-Z for making a deal with the same organization that Colin, like if 
they had signed Colin Kaepernick, he would have been right back in the NFL taking NFL checks. Mm-hmm. And who who's the other dude? That's Very like, great. yeah. And isn't he still active mm-hmm. in the NFL? So you're cashing NFL checks. And so for especially Eric, was Eric, Eric Reed? Reed. <laughs> for him to be going as hard as he is on Jay Z about this deal, but it's like, yeah, but you're still cashing NFL mm-hmm. checks though. So. I get it, but at the end of the day, A is too soon to see. B, Jay Z's not a dummy. And so what I feel is though, um, he didn't get to where he is, even monetarily, he didn't get to where he is by being stupid. Mm-hmm. And so on the surface, it may look like a sellout deal. Maybe he has something up his sleeve. You know, it's supposed to be, you know, Rock Nation's in charge of or responsible for the entertainment aspect of the NFL. And then there's also this social, um, social justice, social activism component that goes along with it. So I don't know it. I think calling him a sellout isn't necessarily fair. I'll just put it like that. But see, I didn't really read much into it because I don't really care what Jay-Z does. Mm -hmm. Because you know, I'm not really like, you know, how everybody feels about him. Right. I really could care less about what he does. And like I said, I'm, know that he can be shady when it comes to like business and stuff like that. I mean, so I don't really care what he does. I I don't think that the NFL really cares about social justice stuff either. Uh-uh. Huh? So I don't know. But like I said, we can just wait and see what happens down the line. Maybe there's something that will come from it. But know? I also, so I'm wondering if it's more so because Jay-Z, Jay-Z was so vocal during the Colin Kaepernick phase mm-hmm. or if had it been any other black artist signing a deal with the NFL, would it be the same backlash? Because my question then becomes, um, how do we expect to make changes if none of us are at the table? Mm-hmm. So uh, that that's just kind of where I'm torn right now. Is it because Jay-Z is who he is and he was so vocal during the movement? Or like... <clears throat> The same way we cancel Chrisette Michelle's ass. Mm-hmm. Would we have thrown some other artist or some other rich black entertainer for signing a deal with the NFL mm-hmm. the same way we're giving him smoke? Because for me, it you can't expect the NFL to just wake up one day and be like, oh my God, we've been wrong all this time. We have to do something about it. That's not going to happen. And so for me, I look at it as maybe this entertainment faction of whatever he's doing is his way of getting a seat at the table. And so if he has to go through and make a deal or get his bag in the meantime, cool. Mm -hmm. Jay-Z's always been about his money. Mm -hmm. And so there's, there's nothing off brand about that. But I also think it's important for us to recognize that now there is one of us at the table. And so let's just see what happens. Now, if he goes in there and, you know, Fs it up and stuff gets worse and blah, 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 that's one thing. But that's, that's why I said it's not necessarily fair for people to come straight off the bat and call him a sellout. Mm-hmm. Let's see what he does with it. Because I, to, like I said, Jay-Z's <clears throat> not stupid. He's not mm-hmm. dumb. And yeah. so he probably went into this knowing that there was going to be some sort of backlash. But just to you know, give them a moment and then see how it goes and let's just judge it off of that. 
We'll see. We will see. Time will tell. It certainly will. Yeah, we shall see. Time will tell. It certainly will. So, y'all, we've been recording for 43 minutes already. Wow. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> um, but speaking of hitting the ground running, uh, I'm glad we have you here today, Teron. Thank you for having me. I love <laughs> you so much. Don't yeah, don't tell anybody yeah, I said yeah. that. You put it out there she, now. Didn't yeah, she? Don't for everybody to hear. <laughs> That's right. Shh, we're gonna edit That's that right. out. Don't even worry about it. We'll cancel that part of well, the show. I heard it. Because you know, every time we see each other, it's beef on site. So it's just like you know, we'll take this moment. Yeah. <laughs> Not for real. Um, I'm so proud of you and in the work that you did over the course of this past year and your campaign for becoming the uh, district attorney of Alle- Allegheny County. Um, it was it was a hard hard journey, and you know, being one of the ones right there next to you not as much as i would have liked but you know in those moments you were there you were there enough um Mm -hmm. and seeing the journey and seeing you actually put in the work and be on the ground and so i think even looking at this jay-z situation not to you know put him on a pedestal or nothing like that but i do think it's important that we do have people on the ground. We do have folks who look like us in the spaces. And that's how you um, introduced your platform. You wanted to be someone who was a, I don't want to say a spokesperson, but you wanted to be like out there for us and for those of us who are are in the community. So I wanted to have you on the show today. Um, Actually, it was my brother that kind of sparked the idea because he wanted to call in. That's who we're waiting for. I don't think we're going to get him because it's, it's getting a little late, so we may not get him. Um, How late? What's the latest he's ever called? He's never called this late, huh? Maybe like 8 o'clock. Really? Okay, maybe. we got a couple minutes. So we got a couple minutes. Yeah. He may still call. Um, if not, we'll just have him call in we'll on another moving. show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and we can always continue the conversation. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But I'm not a conversation. Never ending. Never ending. Um, but definitely wanted to have you on to talk about our struggles and you know our the issues that we're facing in the criminal justice system. And because I think even with your campaign, the information you introduced, a lot of people were completely unaware about. Yeah. And to be perfectly honest with you, there's still a lot of people who don't know what the you know, the ins and outs of the criminal justice system. So I kind of want to just leave the floor open (laughs) to you um, to just get some information out and kind of touch on those important points that, you know, where we need to make some changes. Certainly. And it's funny you say that because even after a year, I'm still like in awe of the process Mm -hmm. Um, because, you know, I was all over Allegheny County. It's over a million people. And I guess I just have to um, remind myself that just because I work within the criminal justice system, I've been working in the criminal criminal justice system for the past, you know, 15 years or so, I just kind of assume that people know what's going on. Right. And they don't. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people didn't even know what a district attorney is, who the current district attorney is here in Allegheny County, and, and the role of that office. 
And I'm kind of like blown away because it is the most powerful local elected official that we vote for. It's like his decisions affect all of us. And if you don't know who that person is and, you know, the impact that they'll have, have mm -hmm. on your community and your loved ones, it's like it's dangerous. And we've had the same. We've had... Keep this in hey, mind. Joyce. We've, had, we've <laughs> had two district attorneys in the past 40-something years. That's mm, crazy. Yes, and they're elected positions. It's like we are voting for the same person over, over and, and over. over and over mm -hmm. and over. So the one thing that I'm proud of from our campaign is we brought exposure to it. Because mm -hmm. now people know where to go when they want answers. Mm -hmm. When you look at things that happen on the news, when, for instance, you see, like, for instance, like, um, like last year, those those Pittsburgh police officers were caught on camera um, beating up those uh, those those uh, the motorcycle gang inside of the bar, mm -hmm. and then the, uh, the the Pittsburgh police they came and they took the video. Unbeknownst to them, the owner had already made a copy. Then they brought the video back and they said that the the video was accidentally deleted. Mm -hmm. And if had they not maintained that copy, that video would have right. been lost. Right. Mm -hmm. and, it and it's like it we whatever. wonder, like, well, you you just assume that the system will work and those officers will be held accountable. And then, like three months later, they announced that no charges are mm -hmm. going to be levied. It's mm -hmm. like, well. Mm -hmm. How were people supposed to have faith in the system? Right. Where now it's like with the, the age of social, social media and cell phones, we're able to capture these things mm -hmm. right on video, and justice still escapes us. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's like, what what is it going to take? Yeah. What's it going to take? And it's like the conversation about Antoine Rose, mm -hmm. that stuff has been going on, and now yeah. we finally had it on video. Mm -hmm. You see how it ended. Yep. So again, I, I asked you the question, how are we supposed to have faith in this system? But what you have to realize, this system was never really designed to protect people of color. Right. It wasn't. Right. They weren't thinking about mm -hmm. us. In it's, Allegheny it's still County, not. Still not. Yeah. In Allegheny County is about 13% African American. Mm -hmm. And we're over 50% of the jail population. If you don't see a problem with that, or you don't think that's an issue, or you don't think that's something that we can talk about, then you're part of the problem. Mm -hmm. You're part of the problem. Mm -hmm. And it's like this criminal justice system is so unforgiving. It is so <laughs> compassionless, if that's a word. And nobody's saying anything about it. Right. It's like there's no, there's no. Uh. Talk about a little bit what led you to run. Like what was. Hey, it was simple for me. Mm -hmm. I was the deputy director of the public defender's office. I was number two in command, and by virtue of being in that role, I was able to be at these tables where these decisions are made, where representative representatives from the district attorney's office, Department of Human Services, to county executive, juvenile probation, adult probation, we're all at these tables talking about the criminal justice system. But what people don't realize, I knew, I just had a first-hand look at it for myself, nothing moves in the system without the DA. Mm -hmm. Nothing. Nothing can move. So we're all trying to make this system more just and more fair, but there was only so much that we can do in our roles without buying from the district attorney's office and they would never never budge because they didn't have to because they controlled it. Mm 
And if they didn't want to do it, they didn't have to do it because they don't answer to anybody. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like and the, the people were holding him accountable. So no. it's just because like, a lot of people they don't know. Yeah. So it's like here I am, number two in command. With you know, if things go on, I will eventually be the public defender, and I can't change a single mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. in this office mm-hmm. unless I can get the people across the street in the district attorney's office to buy in. Mm-hmm. And I did that for two years, and I realized they were never going to buy in. So I said, rather than wait and pray and hope for them to do the right thing, I stepped up Mm -hmm. to do it myself. And and you did. And you did. I think even with your campaign, I think that you put your foot on Zapala's neck a little Mm -hmm. bit because even though he ended up winning in the end, there was still that conversation about Teron Jenkins. And there was still that conversation of needing so much change. And the fact that you captured as many votes as you did should have been a wake up call to the current district attorney. And um, so you, you know, for me being biased, but even if you weren't my cousin, you still, did a hell of a job, especially for the first person to run against how how long is twenty something? Twenty, yeah, like twenty one year in yeah. Twenty something, yeah. That's right. And it's, and I mm-hmm. think that you you sparked a movement, you know. And hopefully this this thing keeps moving forward to where we're not just gonna keep sitting back and taking shit just because. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I couldn't take it anymore. Yeah. Either. And it's like, I got children, I got family out here, mm-hmm. and if God gave me the tools and the gifts and the purpose to step up and be a difference maker, I'm all in. Right. I'm all in. Right. So it, it doesn't end with the campaign, because these issues, they're still they going. going. It's yeah. like, they, they, they didn't just hit pause because mm-hmm. the campaign's over. Yeah. It's still going. Yeah. It's still going. But it, I mean, the people have to be engaged. Right. People have to be engaged. It's like, I see people now, they're like... We're gonna vote for you in November. I'm like, well, I need you in May. Right. Yeah, right, <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but it's all good. It's all about voter education because again, yeah, yeah a lot of people they didn't know, they didn't know when the election was, right. they didn't know what the office was. So you have to get people to understand the process, mm-hmm. and that that's not easy. Right. A county this large, mm-hmm. it brings more awareness because people are so focused on like the president. They right. Don't understand right. How important the small, yeah. That's right. Is, you know. That's yeah. Right. Which affects us more Absolutely. than what the president's doing. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Because one of the one of the things I found, it's not laughable because it's one hundred percent sad. But out on the uh, campaign trail, my dad was saying, you know, talking to the local guys on the street or whatever. Probably some of the same dudes that got busted, but we'll save that for another day. Um, <laughs> He was talking to them about the importance of voting for the DA and all that other stuff. Their literal response response was, oh, I'm not voting for the DA because he puts people in jail. That's, Here's the thing. They have no idea. First of all, if you're doing no illegal idea. shit, you're probably yeah. going to go to jail anyway. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but second of all, you still have to take into consideration who you have in position mm-hmm. to put you mm-hmm. in jail. And so that was like kind of a wake up moment. For me, because of course, voters being misinformed and uneducated about the process is a thing, but being on the ground and hearing the feedback is like, wow, Mm -hmm. it was, it was definitely eye opening. Cause like you said, there's just so much 
on awareness of, you know, of how the process works. Um, like what was one thing for you that was just completely shocking that you weren't aware that people didn't know, if that makes sense? Uh, off top, people didn't know what a district attorney was. Mm-hmm. And it's, again, because I've worked in this system for so long, you know, I'm, I'm obviously, I know what it is. I just thought more people would know what the office was mm-hmm. and how important it was to uh, be engaged in this process. Because like you said, this person ultimately decides your fate. Mm-hmm. Your fate. They determine your future, which ultimately will determine your family's future. Mm-hmm. Because anytime someone is funneled to the system, and that just only affects that person. They have a whole family on the outside. They have children. They have parents. That's right. It affects everybody. That's Mm -hmm. right. That's right. So. Yeah, that's that's one of the things I did love about the the story of the Central Park Five. Mm -hmm. Because Mm -hmm. the part where it talked about the aftermath Mm -hmm. of them being in prison was an an extremely important story. Like, even down to where you worked, because if your co-worker has a criminal history, you You can't can't work work next to him Mm -hmm. because then you're in violation of your probation and you can get sent back. Like, Mm -hmm. all of these little nuances that you're just totally unaware of Mm -hmm. until it happens to you. And I was watching that documentary. I had heard about it. And then I sat down and I watched it within the first 20 minutes. I was choked up with tears yeah. in my eyes because I see it every, every day. day. All the time. Yep. Every day. Yep. Every day. Well, that's an extreme case. Um, things like that happen mm-hmm. on smaller levels every single day. Mm-hmm. And then unless you have somebody advocating for you that's willing to stand up and fight, you're going to get sucked into the system. Mm-hmm. And it's a black hole. It's a black hole. That leaves you. I, I said this throughout the entire campaign. You end up with a scarlet letter that you yeah. have to explain the rest of, the your, rest life. of your life. That's right. Yeah. These things don't go away. Yeah, they don't go away. Mm-hmm. Was this something that you always wanted to do? No, heck no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even want to You know, some people do stuff no. and then they might switch over. You it know just I mean? kind of happened. Yeah. I um, my mom forced me to go to college. Okay. I'm like, yeah, whatever. I'll go. Leave me alone. <laughs> and I had like five or six different majors, and then I studied criminology, and I, I, I actually liked it. And I thought about being a police officer or a prison guard. It's like I didn't know because mm-hmm. I saw that's what everybody else was doing. Right. I said, you know, I don't want to take it another step further. So I went to law school, and then I worked in the public defenders, and the rest kind of just took off. Okay. But um, I just felt like I I don't feel like I know that I. This is my purpose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I found my purpose. And this Absolutely. campaign really like opened my eyes to how powerful the message is and how I'm being used to facilitate mm-hmm. it because mm-hmm. it's bigger than me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's about us. Yeah. It's about us. It's about the people. Yeah. The people have to take back what, what belongs to them. Right. Because that, again, that office doesn't belong to a person, it belongs to the people. Mm-hmm. It belongs to the people. You have to serve the people. You can't rule that, that office from an ivory tower. Right. You're doing us a disservice. Talk a little bit about, because the other part I found fascinating was the, um, of course, the word escapes me, but when you have, like, first-time offenders Mm -hmm. and, you know, they're released back Mm -hmm. out into the world and... um, Recidivism? Yes. Yes, Talk a little bit about that. Absolutely, because, again, 
anytime you come into the system, even if you leave out with a low-grade misdemeanor, it's a record. Mm-hmm. It's a record. You always have to explain. It's going to cut you off from housing opportunities, employment, education. You, If you end up with a simple drug possession, you're cut off from federal funding to go to college. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't know that mm-hmm. until it happens mm-hmm. to them. Mm-hmm. You don't realize all the collateral consequences that come with the conviction. It is it's no joke. Mm-hmm. It's no joke. It affects every aspect of your life outside of that criminal case. Right. So you go to the system, you come home, you're cut off from all these opportunities. So quite naturally, a lot of people, they end up going right back going in. Going right back Stop in. And then we, we demonize them right. and we, we cast them away. Meanwhile, we set them up for disaster, for failure rather, and then when they fail... We say, how dare you? How dare, how dare you? you? Yeah. There you <laughs> go like again. We, we gave exactly. you what That's right. But you really but, didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You really right. didn't. You saddled that person down yeah. with the weight around their neck that a lot of people can't recover, recover from. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have a family that loves you and can, can provide for you and look after Whew. you after you come home, you're hit. Yeah. You're hit because there's nothing out here in place for you. Yeah. yeah. So you're going to end up going right back into the system. What's commonly referred to as life in prison on the payment plan. You'll come home for a year, go back for three. Come home for maybe two years, go back for another five. It's just a vicious cycle. We, We... we do. Mm-hmm. We don't. They must love jail. They keep going back. They keep going back. Yeah. Yeah. What they doing now? They back no, in jail. What nobody they doing? loves right. jail. <laughs> <laughs> like, nobody you know, loves but to you know, heard everybody say stuff yeah, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, wants to do it's, that. It's, very, it's hard for them when they come no, out. Like, and then when you have people on the other side working in the district attorney's office that can't relate to the people that right. are coming through, right. how much compassion do you think they're going to have for those people? Right. Next to none. Mm-hmm. So you have this like office, us. over 200 employees, the majority of them are lawyers. Mm-hmm. I think there are two African-American lawyers in that mm-hmm. entire office. Wow. Wow. It's a yeah. bad look. Extremely yeah, bad. It's a bad look. We have a, a question from uh, Cousin Joyce. Mm-hmm. How do you, Hey, Joyce. Hey, girl. <laughs> um, how do you plan to engage our youth like in the future would you have a, a game plan for certainly that? i've um even before the campaign i always went to schools to talk to young people when i worked in the public defender's office and prior to that when i was in private practice i would always make it a point to get out to these schools and have some FaceTime with them and to, to try to be an example and try to, to try to show them a, a way that wasn't necessarily exposed to me and even after the campaign i still want to continue to do the same mm-hmm. thing we we Part of the problem in the uh, the black community, we don't have enough black male leaders. Mm-hmm, agree. And the leaders that we do have aren't really leaders, and are leading our young people astray. Mm-hmm. I think we're so focused on like sports. The only way you can yeah. make it is sports, and we're not showing them that you can be lawyers, you can Absolutely. be doctors, you can be whatever you want. But we're so you got to play football, you got to play right. basketball, because that's the quickest way that's to get right. your money. And it's like, no, there's other things they I can know. do. And then when I go you to know? these schools, that's the one thing I always mm-hmm. ask these kids what they want to do when they grow up. And like nine out of 10 of them say mm-hmm. either one or two things. No, three things. NBA, NFL, mm-hmm. rapper. Mm-hmm. I'm, I always say, you know, those are good. Those are lofty goals. Right. I hope they work out. Mm-hmm. But you got to have a Because chances yeah. are you're not going to go to the NFL. You're not going to go to the <laughs> right. NBA. 
and you're probably yep. not going to be a successful rapper. And I think those yeah. are those are conversations that need to happen more often. Mm-hmm. Like Definitely. just like not that, realistic. it's not realistic. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's I go right. to um, somebody's. <laughs> when my nephew started playing football last year, I went to the games, and I would be looking at these parents. And I'm like, y'all got to let these kids live. Because at the end of the day, they're kids for one. This is not the NFL. <laughs> and they're right. probably, like you said, they're probably not going to make it no. nine times out of ten. Mm-hmm. Let them do something else. Teach them something else. That's you know right. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, the right. parents are going crazy. I'm like, geez. And, it, and it's not, it's not, it's not even about dream killing or no. anything like that. But it's, it's a reality. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. the statistics are out there. The chances of you becoming a superstar mm-hmm. athlete professionally mm-hmm. or the next whoever rapper mm-hmm. like are slim to none right. and slim to none a lot of these kids are so smart but we don't like we don't nurture into, that yeah, exactly. right. we, don't, we, don't, we don't yeah we don't pay attention to that because even with the kids i worked with before they would you know give the same answers and it'd be like okay cool even if you like sports what about the business mm-hmm. side like what about you know getting into songwriting right what about getting into some things that you may not see you might not be the star on screen but you're earning money behind the scenes producing especially in the music world because the further you are away from the microphone the more money you make lucrative yes absolutely and so you know to you guys point it's it's important that we have different avenues or show our, our kids different options for what a career looks like that's right and we also need to um encourage our young people that trades yeah Ooh, it's like we keep yes. saying college college absolutely. college 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 isn't for everybody i knew better man plumbers make money yeah. electricians they, they make, make money. money that's absolutely. right that's right there are there are absolutely. so many avenues that we need to expose our children mm-hmm. to that we're not doing yeah. mm-hmm. we're doing we're we're doing them a disservice yeah we yeah. are i agree there was this was a long time ago, but I saw a meme and it like resonated ever since. It said something like, we expect kids to make lifelong decisions when they graduate high school, but just a week ago, they had to ask to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, yeah. that is so true. Because yeah. when you go to, you know, you go to school, you pretty much sign your life away mm-hmm. with these loans and then deciding on a major and once you're in that major, you got to stick with it because you don't want to pay any more money for being there extra years for switching. It's a lot of pressure. That's right. And so it school is. is not for everybody. To be honest, if I could do it again, I probably still would have went to school, but it wouldn't have been right out of college. That's right. No, I'd have took a year. Yeah. And I'd have did something else. Because for me, picking Definitely. my major was like picking a name out of a hat. Yeah. Like, I had no I had idea. Like- Four or five different majors. Yeah. yeah. Had no idea. <laughs> For sure. And it, it takes you a while. Because like you said, you didn't know until like later on what your purpose was. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? Sometimes it's like that for Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just now figuring out what I'm starting to like. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's it's real. Jeez. Like, why didn't I do this before? But I didn't know. You didn't know. You don't know what you don't know. That's right. That's so, right. So, man. So um, true. It's definitely, so true. definitely a lot of, a lot of work to be done mm-hmm. um on the ground you know at the table whatever it, if you're not at the table you were on the menu yeah, yeah. oh <laughs> man it's scary yeah. it is it's really scary it is a lot of people just really don't know they're not aware yeah. of their rights they're not they just we just don't know, don't know. Right. Don't know. And we, we tell them what we think they want to hear 
because we think we're going to get off. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Or, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, Mm-hmm. And I hate to take you back down the campaign trail, but <laughs> oh, what yeah. are what are your ideas for like um, I guess prevention programs to be put in place so that people what are diversion diversionary programs? Yeah, right, yeah, right, right, right. I think you need to uh, meet people before they you actually funnel them through the system. Mm-hmm. You got to divert people because once they're in the system, that's it. They're in. That's it. In. So uh, other other places have done it, and there's money here in Allegheny County. There's no reason why we can't do that here too, mm-hmm. especially our young people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially our young people. We we give juveniles convictions at 15, 16 years old that follow them into adulthood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nobody bothered by that. It's a it's a power. Right. Thing. It is. Um. Why did the video end? Oh Lord, I think my battery died. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's still recording though. I thought it was plugged in. Oh, wait. Yeah, we're still recording. Yeah, <laughs> we're still, yeah, yeah. We're still on. Just turn it off. Keep talking. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Coming back. Because yeah. we miss you. Okay. Yeah. yeah, my phone's bad, but it's okay. Yeah. It's all right. But yeah, you have to divert people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there's, there's too much damage is done. And I know people say you should be a judge. You should you should be a judge now. Yeah, judges are all well and good, but by the time you're before a judge, damage is already done. Right. Mm-hmm. You've already been arrested. You've already right. been to the process. So I want to get people before they actually come into the system, and I think that's the way it should be. I I, I said it throughout the campaign: the criminal justice system should focus on people who are dangerous and people who are violent. Uh, people that target our children, mm-hmm. the elderly, not the people that make mistakes, right, not the right. people that suffer from addiction, right. not the Ooh, people that have a lapse in judgment because we've all made mistakes. We've all made mistakes. Mm-hmm. I still make them. Right. That's my wife. That's part of life. That's part of life. We've just lost sight of things. We've gotten away from treating people mm-hmm. like people. Mm-hmm. We have. I mean, I don't. I don't know that we ever did. I just think now it's worse mm-hmm. than ever. Mm-hmm. It is. Mm-hmm. When I go to the Allegheny County Jail, I walk into a pod, and it'll just be a, a group of men that look like me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's sad. One yes. of the, the saddest scenes, you know, similar to what you're talking about, is going up to go yes. see, see Richie. It's yes. like... And these men be fine too. Yeah. Good looking dudes. <laughs> like, yeah, man. And, you know, to go back to a point you made earlier about not having family, some of those men don't have mm-hmm. anybody. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine, like, because my brother goes through it when he can't call us for, for two weeks. Right. And so to not have anybody to call is like, nobody's sending you cards, mm-hmm. nobody's sending you money for food, nobody. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. And then to to think of what that does just, to your psyche. That's we talk right. a lot about like the mental health aspect of things, but the stuff that these men <laughs> these men go through, men and women, yeah. cuz we women. can't we can't yeah. leave them out either. But um just that that whole dynamic of being locked away and then you're expected to come back out into the world and be able to function, function. like mm-hmm. a quote normal human being. That's right. When in reality, all of us are like 
one mistake away mm-hmm. from being in the same position. That's right. And the sad That's thing exactly is that right. a lot of them were in there for small things, mm-hmm. like simple things. Some of them weren't doing anything at all, mm-hmm. but they're there. Yeah. It's messed up. It is. And they get treated like trash. That's right. Because, you know, and unfortunately, Pittsburgh isn't ready for somebody like you. Oh, no. Um, Absolutely Because not. you are someone... And I'm not saying that there aren't politicians out there who don't care, but there are more politicians out there who don't actually care. It's a, it's a power mm-hmm. dynamic. Power, yeah. And, you know, going up against someone who, again, has been in his position over the last 20 plus years. With no challenger. With no challenger. Right. Because even some of the opposition that you face, not necessarily from from his office, but his supporters. That's right. It's like... It was like a how dare you type mm-hmm. of thing. And so people aren't ready for the type of change that you were preparing to bring. For sure. But also Pittsburgh races. So you should have heard some of the things that were said. Oh, I could imagine. During phone banking. It's like, Ooh, wow. I could imagine. They ain't ready for that. Wow. It's, it's, it's insane. It was disappointing. Yeah. I bet. Yeah, it was disappointing. I bet. Yeah. But if I'm being real, it wasn't all that surprising mm-hmm. though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, wow, it's 2019. That's how you feel about me? Yeah. And I can yeah. imagine that kind of like almost breaking the person's spirit. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, hey, I'm trying to do some good here. Mm-hmm. And here y'all come calling me and, you know, and we're all kinds of stuff. Sheesh. All kinds of stuff. Racial stuff, mm-hmm. religious stuff, all that yeah, stuff, that man. Cool. Yeah. But you know, you and I've had the had the talk even right before the election that this was like a a win win because mm-hmm. of course if you win you win. Mm-hmm. But even in a moment of defeat, the process and the mm-hmm. growth Man. that you've experienced is right. like right. amazing. It it really really is. And, and so, the fact, sorry, no, no, go ahead. And the fact that you stepped up when nobody did. Yeah, you know, I had to. Yeah. I couldn't yeah. take it anymore. Yeah. I couldn't take it anymore. Yeah. And it's like, for me, it's like, I've, I've been doing this, been working in this field for 15 years. And this stuff has been going on. So I'm like, why why isn't anybody saying anything? Right. It's like, yeah. I know you guys see the same things that I'm saying. Where are you guys at? I, yeah. It's like I was in the twilight zone. So I said, you know what? Enough is enough. Yeah. Enough is enough. Yeah. But. So. How are you able to balance everything though, like the campaign and family Man, stuff? It was, chaotic. <laughs> it was chaotic. It's like now I've been very intentional. I've been I've been trying to keep a little profile mm-hmm. because I've been trying to spend more time with my family. Mm-hmm. My wife, she was like a single mom for like yeah. a year. It's like I would get up, I would put my kids on the bus at like six thirty. A lot of times I wouldn't see them until mm-hmm. the next morning, which was tough. Yeah. It was tough on all of us. So there really was no balance, yeah. yeah. Had that Ray out here ready to nut and butt. She was ready. Nut yeah, and she was ready. Okay. Uh, it was, it was, I can say now that it was fun mm-hmm. looking back on it because I'm on the other side of it, mm-hmm. but going through it. Yeah. And he'll tell you. Woo. It was some dark Ooh, days. It was some dark days, man. It's Ooh, like wait. I had to, had to bite my tongue a lot. Mm-hmm. I had to, you know, Put my big boy pants mm-hmm. on and keep keep plugging away. Mm-hmm. It was ugly, yeah. But this process it teaches you a lot. It teaches you a lot about yourself, mm-hmm. which you can take 
teach you to a lot about people. Yeah. You see the hearts yeah. of men. Yeah. Yes. That's one thing for sure. Definitely. Oof. You see the hearts <laughs> of men. Yeah. But it just, um, it's like this process showed me how strong I was mm-hmm. and what I could take. Mm-hmm. And I guess I went through a lot. Mm-hmm. You, you <laughs> definitely, lot. definitely yeah. took a lot. Because yeah. I, I was about ready to do some knocking and bucking myself. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I said, seen you, know you on Facebook comments yeah. and stuff. Let me slow down because yeah. I yes. think you. Oh, yeah. 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 Sure. I think mm. you. For sure, man. But I'm grateful for the experience. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Mm -hmm. For sure. So I guess, last question. you have any questions? I guess, lastly, what's next? What's next on the the journey for Tehran? I mean, I'm not going anywhere. I still want to um, to speak on these issues because, like I said, it's not like they just go away because the election is over. Um, I'll I'll still be out here um, with... I'm going to, obviously, I'm in private practice now doing criminal defense work. So I'm just going to see where it takes me. I just want to continue to be in the community, continue to be a positive light, and uh, see, you know, where, where my future goes from here. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any, like, encouraging words for, like, young people? Mm-hmm. Believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. I, um, I'm somebody that, you know, I was told I wasn't college material. Mm-hmm. Now here I am with a law degree trying to, Take over Try the city. Try to change the That's world. That's right, for sure. <laughs> so it's like anything is within reach. It, mm-hmm. I know that sounds kind of corny because if somebody would have told me at 17, I'd be like, man, whatever. Mm-hmm. But you really can achieve. Mm-hmm. If you believe in yourself, surround yourself with good people, people That's going the thing. in the same direction, have to take it. The sky's thing. the limit. Yeah. Sky's the limit. Yeah. Yeah, you got to surround yourself mm-hmm. with good people. People that believe in you, people that are going to speak life into your dreams Absolutely. and the ambitions. Yep. Yeah. Definitely. Wow. Well, thank you for uh, for joining us this evening. <laughs> thank Notice you. I have not been on camera yet. I know. You got me over here looking all okay yeah. with that. Um, <laughs> we definitely thank you for, for being on the show. We appreciate you being here because you told us you couldn't be here the whole time and look at you here the whole time. <laughs> it went by fast. It, it did. did. It really yeah. did. It did. It yeah, did. It so, um, of course, you know, we'll be in touch because you're my big hit cousin and I love you. Um, oh, say it again. I, I love I want you to put the camera. Time. Now I, I, I love Tehran okay. Jenkins. Okay, okay. Just putting that out there. Okay. Three times now. Yep. That'll work. Three times the charm. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely thank you for taking the time out to join us. I'm sorry my brother didn't call in, but right. like I said, we'll we'll have him on. We'll wake up again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because I know he, he's got a lot. Yeah, he does. He's got I can a lot imagine. You know, I went down there last week. Yeah. 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 Yep. So, you know. We had a good visit. I'm ready for Richie. Oh, yeah. Because I already know he's going to be. He, he's, he's got a, <laughs> a fire of brewing. Yeah. Yeah. So, he's, we he's ready to let it loose. We were down there cutting a the fool. Cutting up. Yeah. Cutting up. Uh, that's definitely going to have to have a parental mm. advisory oh, stamp yeah. on it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Indeed, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, had had the women and children. Yeah, okay. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Okay. So, but to our viewers, we're about to shut off the live feed. Um, I'll post the second half to this since it cut off on the original feed. So we'll take it from there. Um, so thanks for tuning in. So say bye, show. Bye, guys. <laughs> See y'all. Um, and to our listeners, we definitely appreciate you guys always for tuning in. And uh, do we have any shout outs or anything? Nate. Mm. Uh, yes. When is this thing? August. No, September. September. Um, Nate. Crap. 
snake, snake, snake. Why well, can't I think name. of anything? Nate Carter, Jesus. Hold up, I'm about to look it up, Nate. We're going to get you. September 7th, from 12 to 4. His um, center is up in this, this Generation Connect. Okay? Yeah. The address is 827 Linden Avenue, East Pittsburgh, PA 15112. Everybody come out and support Nate because it looks yeah. like he's doing a lot of good things over there. It's so, a wonderful thing. It's from so. 12 to 4, September 7th. Mm-hmm. Nate's dope. He is. He's really, really out here doing it. You know, international with his ministry. And What's Nate's last name? Carter. Carter. Nate Carter, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so we really... Somebody come out and support the Petty Pastor. I saw uh, Pop the Did other you? day. Yeah. We, gotta get we, we definitely got to get them back <laughs> on. Because that was fun. We'll yeah. get y'all some communion, too. Absolutely. <laughs> what did we have last time? We had... Uh, the... Texas Roadhouse Rolls. Texas Roadhouse Rolls. <laughs> <laughs> and why? Silly, man. Let me get out of here. <laughs> All right, y'all. All right, y'all. We Thanks out. Thanks for listening. Yes, and we'll catch you next time. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>